0: Unreal. Uncensored.
1: Unradio. com Let's get this started, it's a Wednesday 9am right here on cliffcentral.com My name is Sia Sangwenifin and this is Untapped Talents Thank you so much for having me on, it's going to be quite an hour of notes So so excited to be back with you and so let's just get the show started So, as you know, I love talking to people with interesting stories and boy do I have quite a few characters joining me in studio this week Um, Starting us off, I'll be joined by Jody, who is part of the DJing duo of Mary Jane, who actually be playing at Ultra this weekend. Now here's the thing, you hear a lot of things about Ultra, you hear a lot of things about DJs, the connotations, the rock star lifestyle, it's all about like sex, drugs, and rock and roll. Some people just have no sex, no drugs, nor rock and roll. But you know what? Just want to get to the bottom of what it means to be a DJ. And most importantly, just applaud these cool guys who are up and coming and now are going to have quite a big gig. You know, I just tweeted a few minutes ago and I was, Trying my best to be all philosophical, but all cliches aside, I really do mean it. I said it started off with a dream, and now they're playing at Ultra. So I want to get a backstory to what it really means to be uh, not only just a DJ, but someone with ambition and drive and to really believe in something. And here you are now being... um about to play really in one of the biggest festivals in the world. So if you don't know anything about Ultra, you know, it's the Ultra Music Festival and it started in Miami. It's actually like started in 1999 if I had to be specific. Um, it's all EDM, super, super charged and it's now returning to South Africa for the second year. Um And so, yeah, this Saturday on the 14th of February, we'll be in Johannesburg at the Nazareth Exhibition Center and on Friday, we'll actually be in Cape Town at the Cape Town Ostrich Ranch. So we'll get into that a little later in the show show but then also i'll be talking to a band called gunshot blue uh founded by Pepe and france i i think i'm starting to pick guests um for my show based on how cool their names are come on now peppy I just want to, like, have a friend named Pepe. So <laughs> I'll also be talking to them later on. Um We'll talk about their EP called 12,396 Kilometers, and all it means just to be part of Gunshot Blue. So it's so, so exciting just to have you on, just to have you listening to me talking to these cool guys. And so that's not where it's going to stop. If you have anything you want to add onto the show, you can message me on WeChat. Our official account is Cliff Central. Or else you can tweet me. My goodness, all this, like, beeping and Alice. Um... At cliffcentral.com is our official Twitter handle. Or then my my personal official Twitter handle is at Sia underscore SF. Instagram, Cliff Central. Facebook, Cliff Central. Let's get it going. And also we have 0861 555 189 if you want to get the conversation going. Like voice to voice, word to word, right in studio. So we'll take all of that and so much more right here on Untapped Talent. But first, let's start off as usual with this week's Talent News of the Week
0: untapped talent on cliffcentral.com
1: Alrighty, so if you're a regular listener listener of Untapped Talents, you know that I absolutely get excited. Do not ask me why, I still myself don't know, but I just get excited with all these award shows. There's something about award season that just makes me want to listen in all the time, watch all the drama. It's not about who wins or who cries or who has the best acceptance speech. But really for me it's always about the performances and more than that the drama that ensues during everything <laughs> um in the actual ceremony as well. So without a doubt, there I was days ago for the Grammys. Um I woke up at three AM. It is slightly odd and it's slightly crazy, but I did it. 3 AM South African time I was watching my TV just for the Grammys and what a show it was. I have to be honest, as just a music lover and yes I watch all these award shows, this year was kinda downer. I think there wasn't really anything that is really grabbing someone I was super super rooting for. That excitement really didn't exactly go the full way. I knew my simple predictions were it was going to be Sam Smith's CEO. It was just going to be like... Sa- Sam Smith was like the male and slimmer version of Adele in like 2011 slash 12 when she sweeped and she won everything. And lo and behold, Sam Smith won four um Grammys that night. And he even tweeted, he said like, it's the best night of my life. Well, yeah, you win four Grammys. So congratulations for you, dude. Um, Sam Smith was the front r- runner along with Beyonce. And she won, I think, like one... Grammy, it was for Best R&B uh Performance, which was Drug in Love with her and Jay-Z. But heck, you know it. Uh categories and winners aside, the big thing for me were the performances. And this year, the Grammys really went full on out. They had 23 performances within the three and a half hour show. And I have to admit, I was kind of like annoyed. Because I woke up at 3, started watching the whole ceremony. But then, of course, I had to start getting ready for work. So I had to leave the start getting ready and leave the house from like 5 a.m. And it just so happened, as luck would have it, any and everything that is absolutely super exciting happened as soon as I left. So I was kind of bummed out about that. So I, like, stayed off Twitter the whole day, didn't watch any of the news, stayed off blogs until I got back home and I could catch up on everything that I missed. So, um... Out of the twenty-three performances, I have to say I like saw my slimmed it down. So these are some of my standout performances. Uh despite all of the craziness and drama aside. These are the few that I really have to say stood out for me. So I have a little top five list going on. Look at me being so professional and official with this. One day Time magazine will hopefully ask for this. But um let me start off with this. I sort of ranked them from worst to best, but it's not necessarily absolute worst. I think if you stood up there on the crime stage and you owned it, kudos on you. But let's start off. Um, JCJ and Tom Jones. I don't know. I didn't necessarily know who Tom Jones is or was. I think he's a big thing. <laughs> I tried to Google and it really didn't interest me in any way, shape or form, but JCJ, um, performed with him they're both british and they performed you you lost that love and feeling and was in tribute of barry mann and cynthia wheel this iconic songwriting couple that actually won the trustees award at this year's grammy i have to say it sounded a bit dare i say karaoke ish because they were just standing on a smaller version of the main stage but you know what the vocals were good and you know it's a a sad (laughs) Time, really, when you have to appreciate an actual singer's vocals, not somebody lip-syncing. But JCJ J really carried it off. I think she's really not getting as much recognition as I think she should. You know, she is a pop singer, but she really, really, really belts out when it's the time. So kudos on her. ACDC. I know there are a lot of ACDC fans. ACDC actually opened up um, the Grammys this year. And it was kind of, I don't know. Maybe it was just me, but maybe in the mix of Adele, Cool J returning for the fourth year in a row as the host, and now ACDC just starting off like screaming and shouting to each his own, but uh, yeah, maybe not. It was just not my type of, not my cup of tea. They performed Rock or Bust, and also their classic Highway to Hell. So hey, Katy Perry loved it in the audience. She was wearing like these devil horns, and she was rocking out to it. So hey, some people liked it. Sia, not necessarily. Ariana Grande. Despite the name, despite the fact that her name still sounds like a very exclusive coffee, Ariana, she was one of the few performers this year who actually had a solo performance, like without anyone else, and was just all about her. She performed a song called Just a Little Bit of Your Heart. It was very like, slow and intimate and touching, uh, just, didn't get me going but you know it really meant a lot to her because like after the performance she had to, like put her uh, f- uh, hands over like her, her face and sh- you could see that she was really really nervous but also really excited to have the opportunity so the fact that it meant a lot to her then fine all right another intimate performance was by Kanye West Take all you have to say about Kanye West aside, He performed only one. You know, the song he dedicated to his mother. In like another smaller intimate stage. And there was literally the whole, everything in the auditorium was dark. Except for one beam of light, which he was like hovering over. It got the whole intimate thing going. And a lot of people really have been saying that it's not their favorite song at all. But hey, you know what, Kanye, you were sincere. And you did it for your mama, so that's good and by the way, a lot of people like don't know this about Kanye, but he's a huge mama's boy. like this is actually his second song that he's dedicated to his mama. The first one was originally titled "Hey, Mama." um if you want to like sort of get going and crying, actually YouTube that youtube the performance he actually personally sang to his mother um, when he was on the Oprah Winfrey show, so that is kind of good. All righty, Kanye. Good on you. Congratulations. I think that is cool. John Legend and Common also performed. They performed uh, Glory, which is the song they nominated for, which is a soundtrack for Selma, this movie that actually has a lot of Oscars. And they'll also be f- performing, <laughs> performing performing, um, Glory at the Oscars as well. So that is kind of interesting. Uh, didn't really get me going as well. I, I don't know why. I was really not intrigued by a lot of performances alongside John Mayer also performed. But John Mayer was like the backup artist for Ed Sheeran when he performed Thinking Out Loud. It just didn't gel well for me. I think they're both two powerhouses, and I think it got to waste. But heck, okay, let's move on. Madonna, Madonna Year 56, You moon the Paparazzi on the Red Carpet. It was good. It was typical Madonna, but it wasn't wow. Um, Katy Perry, she also did quite a little slow song. It was called By the Grace of God. And this was after like a public service announcement by President Obama. You know, Obese, the preezy of the United Steezy. It was about like um, domestic violence. And so I think it was a nice somber touch to the night and actually raised cool awareness. Josie performed Take Me to Church. But I think the performance got overshadowed by any Annie Lennox. Because even though she's 60 this year, she brought the house down. Yes, Annie, I'm still a big fan of you. Sam Smith uh, performed with Mary J. Blige. They performed Stay With Me with the choir as well. So it was typical Sam Smith and really, really moving. Um But yeah, you know what? All of these people aside, I think it's now time for like my absolute big top five of the week. Top five performances from the Grammys. All right, so... After three and a half hours of watching the Grammys, waking up at 3 a.m., missing half of it, getting back home with anxiety and watching them again, this I have to say, my top five performance of the night, Adam Levine and Gwen Stefani, they performed a Maroon 5 song from their latest album V, uh, it's called My Heart Is Open, but I dubbed that performance the coolest performance of the night, come on, it's Adam Levine and Gwen Stefani, you can't get it any better than that. Number four uh, performance from the Grammys 2015, I have to say, was Pharrell's version of Happy. It wasn't that stereotypical. Happy, he tried to do something else. He came up with, like, this army regalia, and he had weird dances. For me, it was kind of just weird, and it killed the Happy that I know. But... It was a new spin. And I think, you know, I even tweeted this. I actually said, okay, so cool. This is now the end and the death of Happy. We never have to hear it again. He's not going to perform again. Can we just call it a day? So that was fine. All right. So number three performance from the Grammys in 2015. It was the king of the world, as they say, Beyonce. She performed. uh, She was like kind of the opening act of... um, Common and John Legend as they performed Glory, but she performed like this gospel classic called Take My Hand, Precious Lord. And here's the thing. What I admire about it is it's Beyonce with all that's going on and, you know, she wins all these records and she breaks records as well. She is not intimidated by any expectations of her. She came just very, very simply in this white-flowing dress. She had backup singers, all male, and really, really like made quite an impression of note. So good on you, King B. Um, My number two performance from the Grammys in 2015 has to be Rihanna, Paul McCartney, and Kanye West performing or five seconds. It was very, very similar. So similar to their music video, but it just hit the mark. Apart from the fact that Paul McCartney lip-synced, which I just don't get A few weeks ago I went on this whole rant About siding with Paul McCartney and the Beatles But then you get up on the Grammys Trying to be all relevant again Then you lip sync I don't know dude I tried to stick up for you But now you're really not making it But anyway Still made quite a little impact on me And my number one performance From the Grammys in 2015 Has to be without a doubt Sia. Take all my vanity aside. <laughs> she performed chandelier. And a lot of you might be saying, oh, it's overdue. It's so done. We've heard it a million times. But what struck me is that Sia never looks at an audience when she performs Lives. She actually had her whole body away from the audience. She was facing a wall, so you didn't see her face. She had Maggie Ziegler, who's a 12-year-old, who's in her video chandelier and also Elastic art. But r- what really made an impression for me was that she had Kristen Wigg. As one of her dancers. Now if you don't know who Kristen Wigg is, she is from Saturday Night Live. She really, she's an actress and she also starred in Bridesmaid. She was the little drunk bridesmaid who on the plane said, help me, I'm poor. When she was drunk. Sorry. That's still just one of my favorite lines. From Pride But it wasn't like a comical. Because when I saw Kristen on stage. I was like. Okay. They're trying to be funny. But she was a full on dancer. She did choreography. It really stood out. So that for me. Made it a performance of notes. Chandelier. Sia. Kudos on you. So so proud. And that. I have to say. As a sum up. Of the Grammys in 2015 So much more that I still have to go on And, and on a tangent on on about But you know what, I'll get that uh, later on in the show So let's get things started Coming up now, i um, talking to Jody from Mary Jane The DJ's who will be pl- performing at Ultra this weekend Stay with me, this is Untapped Talents on cliffcentral.com
0: on radio. on radio More of the good stuff to Central.com
1: Central.com. It's Have Talent with me, Sia Sangweni Finn, discussing the Grammys and all the drama and a half that was with it um, earlier on. And now I have my first guest, uh, Jody, who's part of the DJing duo, Mary Jane. Now, off air, I had to say, and I even told him this, he's getting cooler and cooler by the second because he walked in here and he's like, oh, by the way, yeah, Sia, yeah, I was just around her when she performed. Jody." What do you mean So you once You know we're going to talk about your career You've done great things You're about to perform you know, at Ultra this weekend But you saw see her perform live Where was this When was this And this isn't just a little, little thing That you just throw in there This is major in my books When did you see her perform
2: Uh, It was a couple of years back, if I'm not mistaken. I don't know the exact date. Yeah. But she did perform live vocals at a nightclub that we do play.
1: This is in South Africa? In
2: South Africa. I think it might have even been near the World Cup when they had a couple of internationals out. Or it could have been an international party. But, yeah, she did perform a live vocal. I
1: mean, so she wasn't headlining. There was no publicity. You just walked in and… Yeah. No entourage, nothing. No. What did she perform? Do you still remember? No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Just her vocals. <laughs> but it's very, very impressive. Yeah, I think yeah. that's still to this day. She's one of the people I, I don't truly, think truly, it really was performing. when
2: she's as big as she is now? Yeah. It was more when she was still under the radar.
1: It's one of the interesting things, you know, she has been a songwriter. She's written great, huge songs like Diamonds by Rihanna. And now that she performs her own songs, it's quite interesting. So hey, you know, it's one day is one day. We'll get to hear from her. Um, I'm a major, major fan, but more onto you. Um, you're one half of the DJ producer duo, Mary Jane, that is made up of Michael Edwards and yourself. Uh, you graduated from the Soul Candy Institute institute there we go of music and you've basically never looked back you've been DJing together for five years and have played at um venues all over South Africa basically you're based in Joburg regular DJs at Nikki Beach my backyard tilt rooftop beach bar and you know how uncool I am because I was like I, I had to research where all these places are now I know they're very yeah, very cool yeah. um and you've also done a bunch of things as well. Last year, you headed up the Cons Project in Joburg for Converse. Yes. You played at some massive local events alongside some huge, huge names. Ricardo da Costa, House Knights, Nick Essential, Vin Grooven, Euphonic, Fresh. So cool on you. You also made your debut at H2O in October last year, and it's one of the biggest music events in South Africa. And keeping with that line of biggest music events, you're now going to be playing at Ultra Music Festival Johannesburg. So what a cool dude you are. So thank you so much for coming on to the show. Let's start where at where you are now. Yeah. This is the week of Ultra, one of um, arguably the biggest audiences you've had in your career thus yes, far. Yes. What sort of mind space are you in? <laughs> well,
2: there's a lot of hype. There's a lot of excitement. And yeah. we just, you know putting in the hours every night, getting prepared. Getting ready, we've got a couple of shirts that we're gonna be giving out. We've designed the shirts, so there's a lot of excitement about that. Yeah. There's some sunglasses that yes. we are throwing out during she, our sets.
1: Jody walked in and gave me like these cool Mary Jane glasses. So you know I always judge people who wear sunglasses indoors, but I wonder if I can do the whole <laughs> show just like this. I'll tweet out a bit of the glasses later. But that's very, very very cool. It's yeah, and like, that's
2: thanks to our sponsors we could view who yes. us up. Especially when we play these big events, they come to the party and oh, literally. Help, yeah, all the time, you know.
1: Very, very cool. You know, um I want to touch on, you know, now that you're doing T shirts and glasses, there's a business side to DJing that we'll get to in just a little while. But before then you've been DJing um as Mary Jane for the past five years, but when did the whole music and DJing bug bite you per se? Sure, I think
2: my whole life is yeah. The music has been in my life, and it has been to me from a very young age, I mean, even when I was really young, I used to give out, find all these cool tracks and give them out to my friends or play them in the car to my friends, so yeah. you know, I've always had that in me and then just going forward, you know, the, I found myself um, interested in DJing and I met Mark we did this course together and it just we just connected musically and like I said, I mean, we just haven't looked back doors have opened and we've just Gone into the the clubs and we've done what we've done. We've, we we went. It took us a, probably less than a year before we started playing into the clubs, which yeah. is quite quick. Um, and then within the next two years, we were playing in some of the biggest clubs. And now we play in festivals, which is amazing, you know, it's been a great journey and a dream come true.
1: Oh yeah, most definitely. So before you started at Soul Candy, mm. what was your vision for yourself? Did you actually look at and say, you know, maybe I might compromise and work a ninety five, or you're like, No, it's not for me, I just want to focus on music. What do you want to be um growing up?
2: Uh yeah, listen. <laughs> is
1: it like off a tangent? <laughs> I don't want
2: to limit myself, so whatever comes we'll ride the wave. Yeah. Um, you know. We'll just work hard and keep, keep going. And when the doors open, they're open. Um, whatever comes, we, we, we don't say no. We always look at it. We, we feel, are we going to do it? What will it benefit us? Do we have the time to do it in the way we want to do it? Yeah. And um, just be successful, you know, and, and, and musically share what we love. Yeah. That's what we love DJing about. You know, it's not about any other thing besides we love a song. We want to, uh, Share that song in a certain way that we perceive that song to be shared. Uh-huh. And we want to create energy.
1: So you've always just been like a music. Hundred percent. And let's talk about the soul candy course. Yes. I I find it very like fascinating and interesting for lack of a better term. Hmm. How do you actually get started as a DJ? Like yeah. do you still use is it called like let me try to sound called cool, the ones and twos? Do you like is it the actual yep. vinyls? Well, How does
2: we use the ones and twos, uh-huh. which is decks. Um, obviously, where we play in most of the clubs, they have decks. A lot of these uh, more uh, – the newer DJs or, or the younger guys are coming in with controllers. Um, obviously, we know – Okay. What does
1: that mean? What's a controller now?
2: It's a <laughs> electronic board that they plug into the, the mixer. and okay. It allows them to do um, a lot
1: more effects
2: or whatever. It's just more technology. Um w- I don't like that at all. Yeah, I'm old school. Yeah, Um, yeah. It's easier to DJ with a controller than it is on decks. So we like to keep it authentic. Um, We find that better.
1: But does that just show where the music industry, well, the DJing industry as well, as well, is headed? You know, more electronic now. Look, yeah. Look at Ultra, one of the biggest festivals in the world, touring all the all the place, Um, and it's EDM yeah is that the biggest craze right now
2: that is the big craze i mean ultra is a worldwide brand and it's popular all over the world uh one of the biggest parties in miami yeah i mean if i'm not mistaken something like two hundred and fifty thousand people shacks uh throughout the week i think it it lasts a week because it's yeah. just music conferences. There's there's a whole bunch of stuff, not just concerts and and, and p- performances. There's a whole bunch of stuff going on there musically. It's like where all the mu- music people meet and share ideas and talk and you know what's happening is being showcased over there. Um So Ultra's now obviously touring and we're lucky enough to have them in South Africa. This is the second year. It has grown from last year, um, yeah. believe it or not. I think in Joburg last year there was something like twenty four thousand people. They're looking at twenty nine, thirty thousand. This year?
1: Thirty thousand people. Is and that just for Johannesburg? Just Joburg alone. Wow.
2: Yeah, there is obviously also in Cape Town, I don't yeah. have the numbers there, but I mean it's a it's a brand that's only gonna get bigger in South Africa. These guys fly out some of the best DJs in the world to perform there and then they put the local lineup alongside that. So it's the best of both worlds. You get to see all these international stars and you get to see your favorite local guys, you know?
1: You know, yeah, I was just looking at the lineup for this year. Armin van Buren, Axwell, Gordon City, Hardwell, Martin Garrix, Black Coffee, Christoph, Chris Taylor, Dean Fuel, DJ Fresh, Euphonic, Goldfish, House Yikes. Epic. It's epic. Oh, and and then Mary J <laughs> also still up there in the ranks. This is a very, very big thing. But let's talk about now the connotations that you have to fight off being a DJ. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of people who just say, oh, okay, you just get up there and you push a few buttons. Um, you just party and drink as well. <laughs> it's just very easy and it's very cool and yeah. such a rocker lifestyle. How do you fight those things off?
2: It's difficult finding a balance. Let me tell you, it is a fast lifestyle. Yeah. You do drink and party. It, com- <laughs> it comes with the territory. Oh, what a cut life. Oh, it's <laughs> just so hardened. But I mean, behind the scenes, you work hard. Uh, you, you you, obviously got to know your music. You got to know how to mix that music. Uh, you got to know how to count beats if you're doing it properly. Uh-huh. Um, you know, it's not just a matter of pushing buttons. Guys that do real DJing, really put elements together they mix the songs in um behind the scenes you are a graphic designer for your brand you are a social media marketer because you're pushing all these platforms yourself uh you know like i said we've designed our own shirts our own hats yeah um so we work hard you know um we party when when the party's there but we work hard i mean we blow you you
1: work hard and you play hard as well hundred
2: percent. And I have some of my younger friends that are DJs. They live the rock style lifestyle. That I can tell you.
1: (laughs) And someone like Paris Hilton doesn't exactly help the connotations because I heard she's DJing now and yeah, Paris will, yeah, she'll just forever be that special case. Yeah, she's, I think she she builds her (laughs) brand
2: and she's got the market, but I don't think she's in terms of uh how can i say a real dj so she
1: got the business side of things down but not necessarily the talent yeah Ah, yeah, okay let's just put that aside but future plans personally for mary jane where do you guys see yourself headed
2: just keep moving forward you know we love sharing our music so we will always put out mixes out there for people to enjoy and we always get good feedback yeah um we're going to carry on designing shirts hats for when we do play the big events Uh and if people are interested they can get in touch and we will Hook them up with Yeah, most definitely. Hats.
1: Where can people get in contact with you?
2: Um, Let me just get you my links. Give me two seconds. Oh,
1: he's got a list. He's all organized. Okay. Yeah. We have
2: on social media, we have Mary Jane underscore DJ. That's Twitter. And Mixcloud, that's where we upload our mixes. Got once, it. Once a month, once every six weeks. And on Facebook, it's just Mary Jane DJs.
1: Perfect. Mm-hmm. And then that's where in the future as well, we can get all these cool glasses, uh, with your names on it, t-shirts as well. The works. That's it. Best of luck for you in thank the future, but most importantly, you. best of luck this weekend. Thank How long you. is your set? When An are you hour, playing?
2: We are playing from one to two on the UMF floor.
1: Oh, that sounds like a party and a half. That is Jody awesome. from DJing thank duo Mary Jane. Quite quite excited to see um, his career go on the up and up. Uh, you know, just go out there, work hard, play hard. Isn't that the new motto now? That's it. Eh? Exactly. Thanks so much for chilling with me. Thanks this for is us. Untapped Talents right here on CliffCentral.com.
0: Unreal. Uncensored. Unradio cliffcentral.com.
1: You're still listening to Untapped Talents with me, Sia Sangweni Finn, right here on cliffcentral.com. Listen, if you want to chime in on the show, just send me a message on uh, WeChat. Our official account is cliffcentral. Or else you can tweet me at sia underscore sf or at cliffcentral.com. So quite a cool guy I'll be chatting to right now. He's part of the band Gunshot Blue. And I love just reading over bios and investigating all the people I have on my show, because I found this paragraph about them. So they say, that whiskey in your hand would have no flavor if it wasn't for the years in those French oak flame-charred wooden casks. And Gunshot Blue is the culmination, for fermentation, and distillation of many roads, towns, jobs, houses, hard work, and more stories, all soaked up in one barrel. How about that? <laughs> that is a very, very cool bio. Franz, thank thanks, you so much man. for joining me this morning. How are you doing?
0: Yeah, very well. If I if I'm sounding a bit more um, smoky, I've got a slight I don't know what's wrong. I've I've quit smoking for a month now. Okay, and I think my body. So, you know, congratulations on really, like, that. One month is good.
1: Stuff, <laughs> <laughs> you know, just roll with the smoky thing, whiskey fermenting. Just roll with that. Oh, that's cool. enough. Yeah. <laughs> so you're one half of Gunshot Blue. First and foremost, I just have to say, Gunshot Blue sounds like a very cool name. Super. How, super. how did that come about?
0: Look, um, it was it was something else first. To be honest, it was just. Other way around. It was Shotgun blue. blue.
1: Shotgun Blue. And
0: then I thought, you know what? Now, there already is a friend of mine in Durban. He's um, the Shotguns. Yeah. And then the Shotgun Tory. So I felt they were as a bit... Like enough shotgun, let's just roll this. And then Pepe said, okay, what about gunshot blue? Then I was like, okay, cool. We'll roll good. with that.
1: Yeah. Okay. I had some other ideas. <laughs> <laughs> now I need to, I love hearing these because I was actually Five as well was like violet yeah. something before. So it's all these weird names. Yeah. What did you,
0: no, my, 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 um, I've been thinking a while for what if you take your grandmother's name on both, you know, like each guy takes his grandmother's name on his mom's side. Uh-huh. So it could be like Catherine
1: Anne or, it could, you know, something like that or, or ah. Catherine Elizabeth
0: or, or, or Mary
1: Jane. (laughs) (laughs) Jane. Wait, what would mine be? Okay, so grandmother's on both sides. Your mom yeah, yeah. And Sarah Ida. (laughs) <laughs> oh, no, it just sounds wrong. And so, so you neither. see, that's why I leave the coolness for you guys. So you and Pepe are part of gun, uh, gunshot. G- blue. Hear, you hear me now saying shotgun blue, gunshot blue. Hey, maybe you've got some whiskey in your coffee there, eh? Hey, let's not judge. Let's move <laughs> past that. How did the whole process start? How did you two get together?
0: Right. It's uh, also quite an interesting story is that I wasn't the the first option for the vocalist. Okay. Pepe had someone else in mind, but um, unfortunately, like this guy is, Things weren't ready for him to to kind of join another project. So anyway, um, by default, um, he asked me, and I said, "Okay, cool, we can jam." I never thought it would it would turn out like I never thought we would start perform or we would make an album or anything like that. Yeah, Um, I just thought it would be be cool. And then we we started jamming for six months, and then last year, like mid last year, we we started recording our ep we've got seven songs on our ep the twelve
1: thousand three hundred
0: ninety-six kilometers, kilometers that's the one yeah, huh. yeah also an interesting question <laughs> exactly. beckoning there no
1: just like refraining but let me ask it <laughs> where does that come from yeah cool man well you know
0: it's sort of um the album is quite a personal one and i, I guess you could the album could could be seen as quite um, philosophical or spiritual or you know whatever you learn on a journey you know, uh-huh. If you're going a long journey, there will be some things that definitely you meet new people. That's the cool thing about traveling, you know. Yeah. Um, or even, you know, these days we can have many different kind of jobs. Yeah. Yeah. Not yeah, like yeah. our, our dads or grandfathers who only, you know, moms or grandmothers, maybe they only had one job. Yeah. But anyway, 12396, that is, um, as the crow flies, the distance from Joburg to Kimonovo, which is in Macedonia. That's where Pepe comes from.
1: Huh.
0: To answer your your,
1: your question. Macedona. Macedonia. Macedonia. You see, I don't even know that. Just, <laughs> I could never be as cool as you guys. I come from Westville in Durban, so that does not sound as cool as Macedonia. How, how, you see, I don't even have cool heritage or whatever it is. But how no, do no, you- no. There you're wrong. You, <laughs> you, bro, no, there you're wrong. <laughs> how do you guys actually fuse your inspiration from two sides, you know, two different people, um, I assume two different interests as well. Yeah, There's just much so right. much going on there. How do you fuse it and come out as one solid, uh, gunshot blue project?
0: Well, you know, I think, um, any, I think if, if, if friends make music together, it's, it's already, there's a good foundation. Uh-huh. Now, Pepe is my tattoo artist as well. Ah. He's got a shop in, in Parkhurst, Fourth Avenue. It's called S.O. Hardcore Tattoo. Yeah. And he's been tattooing me for about five years. So already there was a, you know, you've got like a lot in common. Yeah. And then as you lie there and as you hurt me, you know you <laughs> hurt me <he> <laughs> then, uh, you talk about a lot of stuff. Yeah. And, um, so, when we make music, um, like it's obviously, it's like anything like running, there's a rhythm, swimming, there's a rhythm. And when you make music with someone, it's also kind of, you have to find each other's rhythm. Got it. And, and, and when, when there's a point of
1: trust, then you could do anything. Cause Pepe is on like acoustic guitar and you're like the vocals. Yes, so yes, how's yes, the yes. process of actual music making?
0: Well, um, Pepe would have a riff, for example, like something that he's had for five years or 10 years. Yeah. Um, he, he likes to uh, let things ferment. Mm, uh, and, okay. uh, and take its time, and and, uh, and in a way that's, you know, I guess that's organic growing. You know, you don't yeah. force something. So he would have an idea, and when we when we have some time, he'll jam it, and I will hear something in my mind. I'll start singing with it, and then we sort of tweak it. Do yeah. it over and over again, and then maybe after after an hour, okay, cool. This is a basic idea, and then uh, Wayne and Kevin will join us. That's um, Wayne on drums and Kevin on bass. They uh-huh. like, jam with us as well. Are you a
1: perfectionist when it comes to your work? Uh, I would say, uh yes, we we definitely are, yeah. And so when do you reach a point where you can say, okay, enough, hands off, let's release this? Yeah.
0: You know what? It's funny. I think, like, Pepe would be more a perfectionist um, in the beginning. Like, this is the, you know, find the structure. And I think I would... When it comes to anything, I I struggle to know when it's perfect, because I can always think maybe we can change it here a bit or there. Yeah. I have to reach a
1: point where I'm going like, okay, <laughs> that's it now. Just <laughs> Let's get
0: pushed to Let's release it. Let's do anything. the song live yeah. and see how it goes and enjoy it.
1: Talking about performing live, is that one of the big things uh, of being an artist? Is that one of the things you really enjoy? Uh,
0: performing live makes it worthwhile. It's, uh-huh. it's almost imagine if the, if the artist could paint in front of people, you know. Um, that'll just be too much pressure for the artist probably yeah but uh, performing live that's where you know if you see people enjoying music that all those cliches you know if you, if you see someone bopping their head or tapping their toes it's like instant grooving yeah. and then it's like hey yes man <laughs> <laughs> we did well yeah. on this we did well and by the way the this. best place to perform live is in Soweto I might add really yeah
1: why do you say? That? So you've performed. I just, it? Do
0: you know what? To be okay. So this is uncensored on what, what, what radio? Okay. <laughs> black people pre- appreciate music more than white people, right? It's whole, That's just that how that it is. is <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's a, I'm going out on the limb here, but exactly. I was like, I had no part in this. He said it himself. You know, I love me like my vanilla and chocolate people. But what do you mean? Do black people just See, like? Black get people in the just
0: respond better to music. They show it to you. They don't hide it. Like white people are so reserved. They're Yeah. So, I'm generalizing yeah. big time now but that's just how it is you know black people have got more the blues comes from Africa R- the blues but all this all the slaves that were taken in Africa oh man, my god it that's because it went it, to like the Louisiana slave songs in, and then the, America okay yeah, Louisiana got Mississippi yeah, stuff, yeah. that's where the blues come from where do those people come from
1: yeah, you know? yeah. so we
0: we're demystifying the blues one Monday at a time Oh. Yeah.
1: See, look at that. <laughs> That's like a tagline for you, EV already. Talking about performing love, you'll be performing um on the seventeenth of March That's right, at is. Rumors Lounge in yeah. Theatre yeah, Park. There we go. Sorry about, about all these Afrikaans names oh, everywhere. <laughs> you're <probier>. doing well. <laughs> um and then on the fifth of April at Splashy Fair. Yeah, looking forward to that. Our first Splashy festival. is something else. I'm originally from Durban. Yeah, so yeah. like I used to have all my friends used to gather around like we're going to splashy. I was like, I'm sorry guys. Yeah. I feel like splashy is <laughs> a commitment and a half. You need like yeah. Wellington boots and amp to party. How are you feeling about Splashy?
0: Yeah, it's good, you know, well it's, it's a it's a very big honor uh, and um It's exciting to festivals. Also, it's something else. Yeah, it's uh, you get to you get to hang out with other musicians as well. You get to see crazy people. You get to see crazy things. You get lots of inspiration. I think (laughs) actually at a festival, in the middle of the
1: drunken states and the mud, somehow you get inspiration.
0: Yeah, it's like an unreal life for a few days. I think that's why people get so addicted to festivals. Huh. it's surreal, you know. You forget about everything else there.
1: How many times have you been to Splashy, not even just as a musician, but like...
0: No, I haven't been there even as a as a festival goer. Oh, so
1: this, yeah. is this your first time? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. are you ready? That's the golden question. <laughs> but <laughs> that's very, ready. very cool. I'm so excited for you. Cool, um, What's you. next for you personally and also as Gunshot Blue?
0: Well, um... If the thing is, okay, we're also just before Splashy at the end of March or two thirds into March, from the like 18th till the 22nd. Uh-huh. We're doing a little Cape tour, okay. so okay, be, um, okay, yeah, we're gonna just see how much we can clap off Cape Town, you know, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Stellenbosch, all those areas. We've got one or two things confirmed, but I can't say like this and this and this place. Yeah, it's just um, you know, Very finalizing some hush, hush. But um, but no, it's no, it's lucky. Like it. It's a uh, just getting it out there. Oh, we've got, um, you can get our EP. Yeah. Online at cdbaby.com forward slash. CD Baby. CD Baby. Okay. Yeah. But it's also on iTunes, any of the, of these, um, those kind of platforms, Amazon, whatever, Spotify. Yeah. You just type in Gunshot Blue, you can get it, our EP there.
1: And more information on the band as well. Do you have a website or Twitter? Yeah, we've got, uh, at Gunshot
0: Blue Band. Right. That's the Twitter handle. Uh huh. And then Facebook is just Gunshot Blue. Gunshot and then second word blue. We've got a Tumblr account with something different. Yeah. It's longrockyroad.com on Tumblr. Long Rocky Road. Yeah. Yeah. And then um then that's just like a little bit of, you know, other sort of more uh, mystical kind of stuff. <laughs> mystical.
1: <this laughs> but listen, I've been listening to Rocky Road, one of your songs, and I'm very, very, uh, Sweet. I've been jamming out to that. So you know what? I'll actually play that. Let's, let's keep a little suspense. I'll be playing that next week for you guys. Okay. So great. listen in for that Rocky Road by Gunshot Blue. But so, so awesome to have Super you. Superman. Thank, thank, you, thank you, very you so much, much for right? coming through. I will. Um, Franz came in here with like a shirt and a tie, but I can see underneath like the tattoos are peeping through. <laughs> There's like the skull ring. I can see it's like a, deep-down inbred cool rocket going on there. So so excited to hear all the best for the future to see what will be going on. And Splashy Finn, give me maybe three years and I'll be ready for Splashy. No, come on. (laughs) Just uh, 2015, let's jump in. (laughs) Uh, I don't know if I'm really, really certain about it. But what a show and a half. Thank you so much to you, Franz, and thank you to Jody from... uh, I nearly said Gunshot Blue as well Mary Jane who will be performing at Ultra this weekend Now to round off the show I'm going to do something Slightly unconventional I always love talking to people and having them in studio And telling their great stories And a few weeks ago I had someone by the name of Audrey Chabalala who is an up and coming model And she sent me this uh, email Most recently um, She was on the show and we were discussing Her travels to America Because she was invited for a competition there Called Arts, that's how talented she is So kudos on her and she said, "Good morning, Sia. Hope you're well. I apologise for taking so long to update you. I found a lawyer who's been helping me with raising money uh, to travel abroad. That's what she means. He managed to buy me some time, and I now have till April to fundraise. They gave me another option to pay the money monthly. So far, I've been able to raise twenty thousand rands. I went to my first camp this past weekend, and it was absolutely amazing. I've learned a lot and found another category that has caught my attention, which is drama. I'll be working on that as well as from now, uh, not just modelling, but." When I go to arts, the competition in June, I'll be doing both modeling and drama. I'll keep you updated with, I'll keep you updated with my journey and thanks again for your help. So how cool is that? And that's what the show is all about. Just talking to amazing people who are on the road to success. And that's untapped talent in one hour, done and dusted, great people and great stories. So thank you so much for chilling with me the past hour. Until next time, Wednesday from 9 till 10 a.m. right on cliffcentral.com. Thank you for hanging out with me. My name is Sia. And I'll
0: see you.